Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. Some people, when they, when they hear the big dream, they hear the big vision, they, all they can think about is the cost or the demand. It's like, what is, you know, what is it you want me to do? Or you want more money? You want us to give more to, or whatever. But big dreams inspire others because they realize we, if God is giving this as a dream, if he's giving this as a vision to us as a family, He intends to do some big things. Oftentimes when our pastors and leaders share their vision of God's plan for the church, our first thoughts turn inward. Instead of dreaming big, we start worrying about the effect on our own lives. In today's message, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth encourage us to step out of our comfort zone and see what God can do. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part five of their message, Living God's Dream. If you're like, well, I don't really know how my dream fits into that, just ask him. Ask him. It's a, it's a more whole dream. Instead of us building our own kingdom, to ask him, where do I fit in your kingdom? Where do I fit in the, the vision of the church where I am part? This is your dream. This is the body that carries out that dream. Where does my dream fit into it? So ask yourself, who's, who's the hero of your the dream you brought in here, who does it glorify? Who does it benefit? It works together. Because yeah. that's, you know, w- one of the things that, that we have to come to grips with is that for most of us, we do make ourselves the hero of our own dream. You know, we, the things that we dream about, the things that we fantasize about are, are the things that are going to bring us joy, they're going to bring us success, they're going to bring us comfortable. And, and one of the other things that I was so challenged at this conference by by some of what was said, you know, that as pastors, quite often the expectation is that that we're going to teach people how to live a more, you know, prosperous and comfortable Christian life. But that's not what we're called to according to the Bible. What we're called to according to the Bible is to make disciples, right? He, He said, go and make disciples of all nations. And, and how do we do that? What is it that we're supposed to be disciplining people toward? Well, to be like Him. To be servants. To be rescuers. It's not supposed to be about our own glory, our own preferences, our own desires. It's supposed to be all about Him. You know, when Louis Giglio was speaking last week, he made the point at the conference that and he was funny. He, he said, my, my piece of this is supposed to be 
to tell you how, dr- how big dreams inspire people. But the truth is, big dreams annoy people. And I thought, I can testify to that. <laughs> For sure. The reality is, big dreams do inspire as well as annoy. Because some people, when they, when they hear the big dream, they hear the big vision, they, all they can think about is the cost or the demand. It's like, what is, you know, what is it you want me to do? Or you want more money? You want us to give more? To, or whatever. But big dreams inspire others because they realize we, if God is giving this as a dream, if He's giving this as a vision to us as a family... He intends to do some big things. You see, I I said a few minutes ago, this is more than I thought I would see in my lifetime. I really did not ever believe that we would have our own building. And I look at it now and I think, man, what do you want to do in Miami Beach? What might he want to accomplish through us in South Florida for his own glory? That's the part that we have to make sure that we're careful about. You know, in in Judges chapter 6, God gave a man named Gideon a really big dream. He was just an unknown farmer. He was hiding because the people were so oppressed, so beat down by their enemies. He's just threshing out some grain in secret, trying to keep it from being stolen. Judges chapter 6, verse 11 says, The angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abiezrite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if if the Lord is with us, then why then has all this happened to us? Why are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? Where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? Saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianite. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? That's a big dream. I mean, this, he's just, just an unknown. He's a nobody. A farmer's kid hiding And God taps him on the shoulder and says, I have a mission for you. And he's got a bad attitude about it, in case you didn't notice. You can't call him a man of faith at this point in his life. Because he's like, oh, God's God's for us. Is that what you, God God is for us. Well, then can you tell me what's going on here? No, God has forsaken us. That's what's happened. And the Lord completely in his mercy, I might add, completely ignores it and says, no. I'm, I'm doing something right now. I'm sending you 
to defeat the Midianites. So go. The dream that Gideon was called to was scary. It was risky. He was calling him to go and fight a literal war against an enemy that had been victorious over him time and time again. But he acted on it. And God showed him that not everybody was going to go with him. Not every, some of them were going to be really annoyed by it. Frightened, afraid, unwilling to go to battle. And God actually reduced Gideon's army from 32,000 down to 300. And he told him why. If I let you go against the Midianites, and the Bible tells us, we'll read it in just a second, that they were innumerable. It was just too many to, to even count. But he said, if I let you go up against them with 32,000 men, Israel will try to take the glory for it. Israel will say, that's just how good we are. So I'm going to shrink it down to the point that there's no question and I'll get the glory. God always demands the glory. He's before all things. He must be before all things in our lives. He kept His promise to Gideon. He gave Gideon and the men of Israel an impossible victory. And he didn't do it the way that they expected that he would do it. That's the thing. I mean, now we've cast the dream. You're hopefully in touch with some kind of where your dream fits into this. Don't get hung up on how it's going to happen. What usually happens is that at some point we, we're like, okay, I know somewhat what the dream is, and then we start dictating our strategy to God or praying our strategy. So God, for this to happen, we need A, B, and we give him the plan, which we're not called to do. We're called to believe him and keep our eyes on him, but it's his idea. Like with Gideon, it was nobody said, Lord, please shrink our army down from 32,000 to 300. He doesn't work like we think he will. And, and it's both good, I mean, it's, it's only good, but it means that if you're in the middle of something and it looks like God can't possibly rescue this situation or revive the dream that I think is dead, because obviously it's dead, it's not true. You have to get unstuck. We have to get unstuck from the methodology of God. One may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front, as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
but today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.